you know how in high school or like middle school you'll always have they'll always have like a like a slogan in latin or something what no. yeah or is this just like a me thing okay well there, there were schools in, in my area and it'd be like this means like prepared for all things and stuff like that so sure. it'd be like ad omnia paratus and that's your slogan and it's printed on all your agendas on all your school merchandise and stuff like that uh, this doesn't exist okay <laughs> oh <laughs> holy shit okay well in 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 my area it was like my middle school and my high school i had these things um i was in I, I was doing my tired rambles with Louise in bed, and we thought like, hey, you know, you know what would be a good motto, a good Latin motto for a school? What if it was like an elementary school? So, you know, fresh as fuck kids, and the motto is like, memento mori, remember that you will die. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> so it's just like... Hello, little. Hello, little Ashley. Oh, welcome to your first day at school here at here at Penis Town Elementary. Our slogan is "Remember that you will die." And little Ashley is like literally six years old and like, eh. and then the mascot is a is a dead horse that every every anniversary of the school all the students they take turns with their baseball bats and they just and they the beat the horse. shit out of the person and the horse why is there gonna be a person of the horse i don't know i have a big question for you trucy where the fuck did you steal this from because i swear to god i know this bit really no it was it was a trucy original no, I swear to God, fucking something's firing in my brain where someone's talking about Memento Mori and beating a dead horse and being like, what's the <laughs> point? Like, I don't know where it's from, but like, I swear to God, this is a thing that already exists. If you think I'm copying your joke, send an email <laughs> to hotpodcastmail at gmail.com and um, I'll, I, I won't give a shit. <laughs> Anyways... Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Hot Pot Cast. This is a video game podcast where we are named after food and we will occasionally and dead horses and also video games. All right, to my left, the Azure Dragoon, the Slayer of Kings, Starter of Revolutions. <laughs> it's Ashley. It's me, starting those revolutions. <laughs> Get behind me or else you'll die. <laughs> to my right, the Scarlet Superstar, igniter of souls, creator of symphonies. It's Maggie. Holy shit! That's probably the most epic introduction I've gotten yet. Thank you. With you always, it's me, your host, Hatsune Miku. <laughs> And welcome back to the Hot Podcast, episode 20. I can't Woo. believe that we were graced by the presence of the, the Queen Vocaloid herself. It's me. I made Minecraft. <laughs> and every other thing that problematic people have made. Oh, Harry Potter? Hatsune Miku. It's all her. Oh my god. It's also, fuck J.K. Rowling. Oh, I was definitely yeah. gonna say. I can't believe Hatsune Miku is transphobic. No! Hatsune Miku is... But 
from all accounts and from all the evidence, trans as fuck. Like, the series of unfortunate events, that's where it's from. There's what? There's an episode where they're at the academy, and the, the slogan is Memento Mori, and they talk about beating a dead horse. Oh my god, you're dude, right! Like, <laughs> I remember now! Oh my god. It, like, what What can't be beat? And they're, like, beating the dead horse. Jesus Christ. Austere Academy. Yeah. At a Prufrock Preparatory School, and yeah, Count Olaf disguises as Coach Genghis. Yeah, slash gym teacher. God, I... What a good-ass Netflix show. It's very good. That was, I my, like, my childhood series of reading those books. Yeah, I, I was gonna them. ask if you read the books. <laughs> it's so good. I, I have not read the books, but I do want to. I mean, I have all 12 back cool. home, but that doesn't help here. Well, I guess I'll <laughs> go back home to fucking <laughs> Vancouver <It> was... <laughs> Island. <laughs> Quite, but it was fun reading them as a kid because, like, sometimes they'll just have an entire page of just one word because oh that's God, how yes. they were written out. And would be like, You think you're reading sentences over and over, and then he'll have that line for like a full ass paragraph. This is very that's, cool. That's really cool. What? Yeah, it was very unique for like a kid, and will be like a page where it's like an entirely black ink. Yes! Like, everything's just like covered out. You can't see yeah. anything. It's. He was describing how dark it was in a cave and he's like if you can imagine how dark it might be in the like behind your eyes in the middle of the night while you're alone in your room and all the lights are off it's even darker than that let me give you an example and then he like immediately moves to the next page and it's full black and i'm like i love this man <laughs> like whoever wrote this book series fucking phenomenal that's amazing yeah we um to this day we will always reference um um what, what was it? Uh, like, Mr. Medical School? Because it's like, where's your qualification? And he's like, my name is Medical School. Oh, yeah, when they're at the, the, the hostile hospital? Is that yeah, the hostile one? hospital. And yeah. I, like when, I like when Sunny says things, and then it, she says, like, gah. And it's just an entire <laughs> fucking paragraph of, like, what the <laughs> fuck did you say to me, you fucking bitch? I'll have you murdered. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. Um, with the Netflix series of being just, like, fucking over the top, but still keeping to, like, quote-unquote serious plot at the same time. The only thing that made it hard for me to, like, fully get into is that Neil Patrick Harris is just so Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> it's hard to see him in any role that's just, like, not just him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the, the movie? Like, the 2007 movie? Because uh, Count Olaf was played by Jim Carrey. Oh, wow. Holy it was shit. really, really good. The movie was just, I think, like the first book. But holy shit, it was so fucking good. I was so excited about it. Oh, yes, yes I have watched this. Yeah. It's been a bajillion years ago, but it was very good. I um, My favorite part of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is when they have the secret messages. So to watch an entire show that is just secret messages was very fun and endlessly able to be referenced because I'll just see like a eye or something or some stupid stain on like a, the side of the building and I'll point and go like VFD they're here <laughs> we got them boys there's we got the sugar em. bowl <laughs> <laughs> it's the sugar bowl <laughs> it's 
so fucking good. It's what what were we fucking talking about? <laughs> Jesus. Alright, I'm out of <laughs> I'm, I'm super out week? of it. Alright, my week. My week. Let's go. Okay. I beat Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. I hit credits and Hell yeah. you know when people tell you that a thing is really good and then they hype it up and it's like, alright, it can't be that good. Like they undertale it. Shadowbringers as a whole, eight out of ten. Shadowbringers ending contained by itself is like literally the greatest fucking shit I have ever seen in fiction ever. That's awesome. Like, I will send you the main theme for Shadowbringers, and it is, without exaggeration, quite possibly the greatest piece of video game music I have ever fucking listened to. Oh, shit. Everything about the song weaves together with the final scene. Like, every single hit synced with every part of the cutscene. It is perfection. It's a high fucking fucking bar to <laughs> try to hit there. Ever since I beat it, I have been re-watching the ending scene over and over just so I can remember in my brain how good it is. And the lyrics are so good. And it's like, I hope you like bass lines, motherfucker. <laughs> All the YouTube search results are just people reacting to the ending of Shadowbringers. Because Shit. it's 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 just that fucking good. And at this point, to anyone who hasn't played Final Fantasy XIV, you should do it just to experience Shadowbringers. It is that good. Damn. Shit, dude. Like, it's- it's- <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair. Like, I have no words, but it, it is an MMO, yes. But in every other aspect of a story of a video game, this is just another Final Fantasy story, but it's the best one they have ever done. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I- I actually can't believe that I was able to experience this story within my lifetime. It, like, it's one of those pieces of media that just straight up make you feel glad to be alive. Yeah. So fucking hype. It's like when I went to Montreal and I had smoked meat sandwiches for the first time. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, it was worth it. Take that, depression. Yeah, I, I definitely remember my first time I smoked meat sandwiches too. And yeah, that hit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck, dude. It's It just melts in your mouth. Hey, if you go to Montreal... Like, hot tip, immediately get a smoked meat sandwich. It's just, it's just good, dude. And then go to Poutineville, and then get some bagels. I thought you were gonna say, if you're in Montreal, just immediately leave. <laughs> just get out of there. Well, yeah, also don't make eye contact with any, like, Quebecois, <laughs> because they'll fucking steal your soul. Oh my god! They'll steal your soul and eat you, and make you become part of the hive mind that's like, oh, vive le Quebec. Hold on. <laughs> starts, like, fucking talking about separatism and shit. I have never experienced that, and I've only been, like, really? twice, so... Oh my god. Good good yeah. on you. I mean, Montreal <laughs> for me has been, like, just chilling in that main little, like, downtown core where it's just all, like, little tiny shops. And, That's like, a good downtown core. Yeah, it's so cute. I love it. Yeah, and you go down to the port, and it's like, this is so nice, and it's like old Montreal. Yeah, it's super cute. It's so cute, I love it. And then, oh, it's just so pleasant. Let's go to Montreal, guys. Let's go, like... I would 
down for a road trip. When we when we can, let's just go on a train or a car or whatever and just. Yeah, can we take a train? I fucking yeah. love the train. Trains. Holy yeah. Shit. Trains Very are dope good. as heck. I mi I missed the world before the calamity. Before calamity Ganon took over and <laughs> killed all oh of our, all life. Yeah. Yeah. That has been my week. It's one of the um. You ever have the games where, for me, it was, for me it's Ghost Trick, but it's it's a game where you play it. And the story just grabs you by the uterus so hard, it's all you do for like a solid 24 hours. And then you blink and you're done. Yes. Because <laughs> it's that gripping. Okay. Just by the motif of you are the darkness and you have to kill the light. Like I was sold. And then it just got yeah. better somehow. I mean, it's good though. Yeah, it's great. And apparently it gets even better. And I'm like, but how though? But how? But how? That's exciting. If you listen to this podcast and you are on the Ether data center and you would like to run dungeons together, let me know. <laughs> Send an email <laughs> at hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. All right, Maggie, how <laughs> how's your week? My week has been good. Uh, we've been we've been cleaning up from Toe Jam, which was uh, phenomenal. It, was, it went really well. Uh, we've been doing like mini kid stuff, which was super fun because we're playing all of the games that had been posted from the actual jam weekend. And a couple of my friends managed to get into the stream this time. It definitely caught me off guard to like be professional as possible and looking over and seeing my boyfriend call me get good. And I'm like, okay, don't you go fuck yourself, you <laughs> piece of shit. But I can't say that because I'm being professional. So it's just like, I guess I have to get good. Well, big oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm streaming again next week on Thursday, I believe, which is super cute. Okay. Aside from that, I have been reorganized my computer tower, so now it's in a more reasonable spot. So if there's an earthquake, I'm not losing my desktop computer. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that was a worry for me, but it was. Uh, <laughs> and then, Thank God. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no, it's just been a whole lot of drawing. I've been helping out Josh with assets, and then a bunch of toe jam shit and, and family stuff. But, um... Can I tell y'all what happened last week on the Tojo? Saturday morning, I was on stream to present the raffle prizes for this year's Tojo, okay? Right. Uh-huh. And I had mentioned previously that my internet went out last week, so I did not get a chance to um, record ahead of time the potential for uh, the, the fucking stream segment. So I couldn't, I couldn't pre-record, I had to do it live. Okay, fine, we're gonna do a lot, but let's fucking go, I guess. But here's the tea, honey. I <laughs> fucking tested seven times, literally like four times the night before, and then just before I was going live, I was up at 8 a.m. My segment started at 11, and I was fucking testing and making sure everything was good, and I had everything ready, and I reread the speech like six times, and I went through all of the fucking files again to make sure that there was no last minute anything. Really did everything, my freaking power, to make sure that I was presenting everybody with all of the information they could possibly use and i was really excited for it because i had done a lot of work and i was really proud of myself uh-huh and then yes and then uh-huh we go live it's 11 o'clock i'm talking i'm smiling don't check the chat Meg. you'll get distracted you'll lose your place in the script so keep going so i keep going 15 minutes 
15 full fucking minutes. The entire segment done, ready to go. Let's close up. Thanks so much for everybody dropping by for the raffle stream. Go to the raffle giveaway prize channel on Discord right now so that you have a chance to win. We're going up in a second. Thanks so much. Close the stream. And check the fucking chat log. And you know what everybody's streaming at me in all caps? Your mic is off. Oh no. Oh no. That's so the I had a worst. Full 15 minutes with my mic off. And then I hop back on immediately. And this is the problem. It wasn't like there was an OBS issue. It was like my actual headphones have a fucking switch where you could just turn the mic off. And I had it off. And oh I, shit. I fucking jumped back in and I was like, hey everybody, I'm so fucking sorry. Are you good? <laughs> Stay with me for an extra five minutes. I swear I'll get through this really quick. And the theme this year was it feels like a rerun. So I just jumped back in and I was like, hey, guess what? This was totally planned as part of the theme. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we go through it. We finish off. I close everything down. I go and I check and everywhere, Discord, the fucking actual stream chat on Twitch, like everybody everywhere has messaged me like, Megan, your mic is off. Megan, your mic is off. Everywhere. Probably over 50 no. messages across 12 different people who were trying to help me out, and I fucked up that bad. And then finally, after everything was done, I went back and I read all of the messages, and to my uh, astonishment, a lot of people were like, even though we can't hear anything she's saying, she's just so, she's so expressive that it's still just kind of fun to watch her. And because Aww. I try to sign up numbers while I go, they're like, we know that we're getting three, we know that that means six, that means four, okay, cool, what are we winning, though? And, um... <laughs> They were really nice about it, and it became kind of a running joke through, uh, like, Jim now, when I was going live to stream on Thursday, literally went, okay, well, uh, all of the power to you, I'm glad that you're working so hard for this stuff, just make sure you do one thing before you go live, uh, make sure your mic is turned off, because, uh, that's the true Maggie fashion, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna fuck Um, no, it was very funny, I think Jim is a very funny person, I just... Oh, I was mortified. I was fucked up. I, like, finished the stream and fell to the floor and, like, teared up a little bit. And I was like, wow, I'm fucking pathetic. And I went downstairs and everyone was like, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. I was like, probably not, but I was still very upset. Yeah, at the yeah. time, it must be like, oh, oh, I fucked everything up. Oh, no, like, how could this happen? Why did I do this? And she's like, but in reality, it's like, haha, that's a funny joke. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's very much what it was, but it, it straight up got me. It sat right on my fucking clavicle, and I was like, hey, cool, guess I'm dying now. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of things like that, when you know you fuck up, especially when you're on chat or talking, and it's just like, now I, now I gotta go, like, either throw up or lie face down on the floor and just recover for a good solid three hours. Yeah. It was it, it it worked out somehow. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to I wanted to briefly mention I watched Godzilla vs. King Kong and that Ooh. movie is a fun kaiju movie. Very, very fun. Yay. Spoilers, spoilers for uh, fucking King Kong vs. Godzilla, I guess. But um but what's the best part of it is that there is a little girl actress. She is a deaf actress. And one of the plot points of the movie was that she taught King Kong to sign. So oh she was fuck. signing back and forth. It was so good. She she 100% stole the show in every scene she was in. I was like, wow, this... Because 
it was just like the way she would tear up or the way she would like not frown or smile but like you know when a kid is trying their hardest to hide their emotions and you just sort of like see the the corners of their lips pull a little she did such a good job holy shit she did such a good job oh that's awesome oh my god she was so good she was she stole the fucking show like no (laughs) the fucking earth is hollow and they like go into it and there's like a weird gravity bend and then king kong is flying through fucking mountains in the middle of the earth and i'm like what the fuck am i watching and then <laughs> bless my brother-in-law because andrew's sitting there the entire time trying to explain the physics of it and i'm like andrew it's a kaiju movie nothing nothing in this movie makes fucking sense. <laughs> god it was so dumb but a big counter offer how how can there be hollowness in the earth when it's flat Oh, shut the fuck up. I, oh, 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 Ashley with the big question. That's so This funny. episode is over. <laughs> we will not sit here and perpetuate the fucking conspiracy theory of <laughs> I hate this podcast. That's so I hate this fucking podcast so much. <laughs> Please watch uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, Ashley, how was your week? My week? So, uh, you two are gonna get a little insider knowledge. Um, viewers, this will already have happened, because this is gonna get released uh, next Friday. But, uh, uh, we're gonna be releasing uh, the new gameplay trailer for Far Cry 6, which is my first <gasps> video game that I've been working on. Holy and shit. I am super excited for it, because... I think one of my animations are gonna be in the real, and I am actually gonna uh, fucking blow everyone up and be like freaking out and being like, you gotta watch it! Look, that's my thing! And just like completely freak the fuck out, cause it's exciting, it's happening, it's gonna come out eventually. I can't say the release date yet, cause that hasn't been announced, maybe next week. But oh. when I think about the fact that it's the thing that I've been working on for over two years is actually gonna be out and available for people to play and experience. It's just fucking wild. It's Hell so yeah. fucking wild. I'm gonna freak out again next week all about this. But um, we actually got sent uh, another little uh, UB care package for the gameplay trailer release. So I got a little box that has um, a Far Cry 6 sweater, which is super cute. Well. I don't really like the logo design for uh, the the clothing merch. It just seems so bland in comparison to what it could have been, but I'm still going to wear the shit out of it. We got uh, (laughs) like a little patch that says Yara, which is the name of the world that Far Cry 6 takes place in. I think Um, it's shit, but I'm still going to wear it. (laughs) (laughs) The the patch is super cute, and there's like a little like wooden sticker that says Far Cry 6, and we got like little uh, Swedish fish gummies that's like Piscato de Yara. Piscato? <laughs> Can't be able to speak, especially Spanish right now. But yeah, it's super cute. We got a poster and we got trading cards that we haven't opened yet because we're gonna, like, our gameplay animation team, well, I think the entire uh, studio, but specifically our animation team is gonna be watching the. the the trailer live together and we're gonna open all of our little trading cards together and it's I'm just it's gonna be so cute and I'm gonna be so excited and just, ah, you know <laughs> hell yeah 
That's so fucking fun, Ashley. Well, yeah, next Friday, I think... 12 30 uh check it out and listeners it's already out so fucking go watch it right now and buy my game the video game that i'm working on ah! now hold on are <laughs> you getting paid for every copy that is sold because i will i will buy a thousand <laughs> uh the studio will get a bonus depending on how well it does so in like a year's time after it's released and how many sales it's done you get a bonus what if you're not working there anymore? You don't get it. <laughs> so you could have been working on this video game for like three, four years. I don't know how long it's been in production, but I've been there for over two. And then leave. It. That's it. Goodbye. That sounds like a good deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where do I sign up? Ubisoft, let's go. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm excited for it. It's... That is really exciting. I'm so proud of you, Ashley. Oh my gosh, you've got you've got a, you've got an animation on a ship game. You have that on your reference for your resume now. Holy shit, you can kick Ubisoft's ass to the curb if you wanted to. <laughs> it's true. Look at me doing big adult things, putting my degree to use for once in my life. But <laughs> <laughs> I got one that I threw away immediately, so gotta use the second one. <laughs> Are we good to move on to the main course? Are you all done with your appetizers, ladies? Yeah, let's hit it. I I am. I am all... All, all good. Yep. <laughs> That's me. You sure? I hope you enjoyed your Caesar salad. Because <laughs> now it's time Ooh. for ravioli. I don't know. What, what do y'all get when you go to a restaurant? What do I get at an Italian restaurant? Sure. I used to go to Boston Pizza on... <laughs> Uh, every Tuesday, I think, I think they had like the best had... Italian restaurant. Yeah, it is, isn't it? The anyway. fucking PPs. That's I... good. <laughs> Y'all, y'all's wilding out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, um, I would get on Pasta Tuesdays because they would have it like half off, and it was just this massive plate of spaghetti and meatballs. And it easily served like four people, and I would just be like, "This is all mine." <laughs> yum yum that. in my tongue. Wow. BPs for us because we grew up in such a small town. Like in our town was like three restaurants. Like we had a pizza shop, a Chinese store. Where they the sell restaurant... Chinese. <laughs> Chinese food. Oh my God. <laughs> the... I'm, so I'm sorry. I just had to. <laughs> And then and we had, like, the restaurant that, like, our family owned. So, like, there was not really good options. So whenever we had uh, one of our birthdays, we would drive to the town over and go to BP's for a birthday dinner. It's good times. That is a birthday dinner-ass place for a kid, though. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it's still, like, it's a almost nostalgic for me at this point when I get Boston pizza, like. Because it's always just birthday memories. I mean, that's really cute, and I'm very happy for you, but at the same time, fuck Boston Pizza. <laughs> what? Not, it's I not like there was an Olive Garden nearby. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I've never been to an Olive Garden, but I have literally <laughs> never had a good experience at a Boston Pizza. No, sorry. That's really? I have, one, I have one good experience, and that's because all I ordered was wings with my dad after a fishing trip, and we sat <laughs> in like the dim, like ebbing light of the day talking about 
a fucking sport I didn't give a shit about on the TV while we scarfed down a pound of wings each. And then we drove home. <laughs> and that's... That was my... That's a good that time. Was, that was great. Awesome. That was really good. It was very nice. I remember that a lot. That's the only good experience I have had in my 26 years of being alive at a Boston pizza. And I've been probably once a year. Because some fucking Neanderthal in my life is like, Boston pizza's the best. And I'm like, oh god, okay, here we go again. Maybe it was just the location I went to. It doesn't matter. It could be Toronto, it could be fucking Brampton, Mississauga, Ajax, fucking, I don't care. I have never had a good experience with Boston pizza. Oh my right, god. Maggie, you've you said it in stone now. Next time we can actually meet up and go to a restaurant and get COVID, <laughs> you're fucking going to BP. I can't fucking believe this. You know what? Okay, listen. Maybe maybe I can maybe I can get a little bit of your luck. Maybe that's what it can be, okay? You'll you'll give me the Boston pizza experience that I never had. <laughs> Alright, I'll do the news first, I guess. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Alright. Friends, do you know when there is a digital thing in a video game and you can buy it on eBay for at least a thousand dollars? Because Roblox had an event where they collaborated with fucking Gucci. Oh my god. You you had a big garden space and it was like, yeah, Gucci. And they paid about like like about like two dollars or something. And you could get a little virtual Gucci bag. Yeah. Yeah. The Dionysus Gucci Garden Bag. It was sold for one hour during the morning of May 17th. And a day later, people have started listing the purse for one million Robux. One YouTube video recorded a transaction where a person bought a purse for 350,000 Robux. Now, the Robux to to USD ratio, I will illustrate for you. About 350,000 Robux is roughly $4,100. Jesus Christ. Fucking Roblox Gucci bags, man. What? I have a question. Yeah, what's up? What's your question? This, is, this isn't a read. I just, I just need to know. Who is playing Roblox that has <laughs> the ability to purchase Gucci bags? That is... that is. Who is this for? Because it's not for the five-year-olds playing Roblox. People need their Roblox Gucci bags, Maggie. What the, who are you to judge their life choices, okay? Me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I was straight up judging them for spending $4,000 on a, a video game bag. If you buy a Roblox bag, actually will be at your door within the hour. <laughs> Watch your fucking back, <laughs> dear listener. Ashley's coming for you. She's gonna <laughs> yoink your Roblox. Like, I'm sorry, I can't imagine a fucking tiny little baby potato eight-year-old being like, Mama, please provide me with the monies for the Roblox. And they're just like... <laughs> Mama... <laughs> Mama, please. Mama, can you buy me your sweet eight-year-old baby a Roblox Gucci bag? Only four thousand dollars. 
what fucking parent is listening to that and going, oh yes, my my dearling child, Babe, I must in fact provide <laughs> the nourishment of the the physical merch. Like no, 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 no. I'm sorry. If you've got a child and you buy them that, I'm not I'm not a parent. I don't know your lifestyle. I don't know your life choices. I don't know what the fuck's going on with your house. But um, no. Maybe just show your kid some fucking love, and then you won't have to spend four thousand dollars. Is that the logical conclusion that we are deciding as a podcast? Is that if you don't love your child, that they're going to <laughs> they end up Gucci being a, a Gucci bag Roblox dealer? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I see. I never buy like in-game purchases to begin with, like ever. So like. I can I can understand people going for like the small things, being like, I just want to have fun, but like, it's not four thousand dollars fun. It's not that fun. It's just aesthetic. It's not even like it's fucking useful. Just fucking model it yourself, Jesus Christ! Right? Oh my God! It's just to, it's to flex on all the other kids. Maybe maybe it's because I'm not eight years old anymore. But like for real, you know what I cared about being eight. I cared about eating dirt off the fucking baseball diamond. That's what I cared about. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I guarantee that there are already, like, knockoff Gucci bags in this game and people trying to sell fakes. I don't even know what to say. That's so wild. Yeah, this is this is wild. It sure is. All right. You know what else <laughs> is wild? Hit it. So, in the United Kingdom, I guess they used taxpayer dollars to implement giant plant pots that look like the green warp pipes from Mario. <laughs> so I fucking love that. <laughs> here it is on, on Destructoid. The residents of English town Walsall, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, have levied complaints at their local council over the implementation of 15 enormous plant pots which bear more than a striking resemblance to the warp pipes of the Super Mario series. While this is obviously a positive boon to any city, some members of the always-pleased British public are unhappy with the quote-unquote eyesores. Always-pleased British public. First off, what a fucking jab. <laughs> oh my god. So, the Birmingham Mail. The council was asked to slash 29 million pounds? Pence? Pa that symbol. From its yep. budget. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, if, if you're in the UK and you listen to us, I, I apologize. I'm a stupid fucking Canadian. <laughs> Which is leading residents to question why taxpayer cash has been splashed on the admittedly huge installations. <laughs> Quote, We've had so many shop closures in the last few years, and the best thing the council can come up with is these garish monstrosities, <laughs> said local florist Andrea Loveridge to the Birmingham Mail. <laughs> Look at it. I linked the, the article. Look at these fucking pots. Like with my yeah. eyes, I have to look at them? <laughs> they look they, so bad. They do. They're like your average, like, classic planter pot. Just fucking, like, four feet tall. Eyes bleeding and green. Vibrant green, yeah. It's... I kind of love it, but it is horrible. <laughs> This looks like a bad mod for a video game. This doesn't. It does. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks like a. It looks like an awful Skyrim mod or something. Yes, it's not. It's not real. This is bad. I'm. I'm in full agreement with the uh, the humble and always delighted people of this town. <laughs> <laughs> it it would have been always better please. if they did like a little themed area that's like a little bit more than just giant. 
plants, but like they're just like splashing them here and there. It's oof, not good. Yeah, you know what else is not good? The creator of Berserk, Kentaro Miura. Oh yeah, yeah. Has um unfortunately passed away at the age of fifty-four on yeah. May sixth from acute aortic dissection. If anyone doesn't know, Miura has has made Berserk, the manga, which is like the one of the biggest inspirations and sources that people reference for any kind of epic fantasy anything like anything that you're thinking of right now that is epic fantasy like dark souls and and any scene that has a guy with a giant sword is definitely inspired from berserk and miura's work has left such a ripple and like fire of inspiration and in art as well as fantastic monster designs it is it is very it is very tragic he, yeah, um, it's really unfortunate. If any of you haven't, like, seen Berserk, some of the pages in this manga are, like, stupid detailed. He would take, like, up to years working on, on a page spread of illustration, it's and crazy. it's it's just, it's very tragic. And at 54, like, that's so young. That is so yeah, young. Is. That's so young. I knew about this because I because I, I am a member of the Final Fantasy XIV online community, and in every single world, there is a there is one of the main city-states, and uh, it's built like a giant, like a big circle square. Uh, players lined up with their, with the Dark Knight class on. Oh. They would all li line up and put their swords down and stand in memorial with like uh with a little with a little campfire minion so it looks like a candlelight vigil. Oh wow. <laughs> it it's it's unbelievable the impact that Berserk and all of Mura's work have done to like media as a whole. Basically all of the Dark Knight class and that story is one of the like best written parts of Final Fantasy 14 and Obviously, Berserk was a massive inspiration to it. So, man, it's just, it's so gut-wrenching. But also, thank you for everything that you've done for, for art, Kentaro Miura. Yeah, it's really hard when someone who has, like, altered an entire, like, genre of things, like, finally, like comes to an end it's just like it's mind-blowing it's like how did they come up with this how do they do this and now that that spark that idea is just gone and it's really hard to deal with yeah anyways moving on from that my last article is infuriating so <laughs> okay so amiibos so far have been used to unlock whatever content like concept art and stuff right yeah nintendo has figured a way to make it even worse oh no normally the game offers fast travel using specific statues in game 
to go back to the main hub called Skyloft. But with the amiibo, the Zelda Skyward Sword amiibo, you can just tap the figure to the to the to the NFC point and instantly travel back to Skyloft. Let's just make it so that you have to buy a fucking toy to get a basic quality of life feature. Yeah, yeah there's there's a difference between like video game function and like bonus content. What? This should definitely be part of the main fucking game. <laughs> this is it, it's so clearly a money grab. Like the art is cool, like the statue was cool, but having certain gameplay features or like levels or whatever locked behind an additional thing you have to pay for that's not like, you know, DLC content. Um yeah, that's really shitty. So, um, nice work, Nintendo. Really killing it lately. Capitalism. Like, we can't stand Nintendo. We can't stand Sony, but we can always stand Bandai Namco, alright? Creators of such, such formidable, amazing, fantastic games. Tekken. Fucking Katamari, alright? All of the Naruto games were fucking uh, outsourced through Bandai Namco, okay? Bandai Namco. Just mm -hmm. came out, and you know what they're about to fucking release? What? What are they releasing, Meg? A Peppa Pig video game. Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so I don't know why I'm excited about that, but I just think that's the fucking best thing they could have done. <laughs> Who was asking for a Peppa? Hey, Children. if you ask for a Peppa Pig video game, send an email into hotpodcastmail@gmail.com. Thanks. So the game's gonna be available on PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox in uh, this autumn. But the idea. Everybody knows Peppa Pig, okay? This, I would, as hazard to say, this, like, Peppa Pig is the Blue's Clues of this generation. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it right? is. Yeah. It is. So, like, it's so enormous. And for Bandai Namco to grab it and be like, hey, listen, you're gonna love us when you're six years old, seven years old, eight years old, however old you are watching Peppa Pig, and then when you age up, well, here's Tekken. Let me just slide that across the table for you again. Okay? You know what? You're gonna you're gonna be with us for the rest of your fucking lives. And I am Bandai Namco. I am. I stand Bandai. Namco. <laughs> okay. I just thought this was a really smart move on their hand. And I, I really I just come on. You play the fuck out of a Blue's Clues video game. <laughs> I would. It's true. I would. Yes. Though I must admit, I fucking hate Peppa Pig. The truth come out. <laughs> Oh I goodness. absolutely hate this show. The character is so annoying to me. Like, I, it's whenever my nephews put it on, I'm like, this is the worst thing, the worst <laughs> thing. Truthfully, I think I've seen like one episode of Peppa Pig, so I really don't be knowing that much. But that's <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, who's like, you've saved my life, Bandai Namco. <laughs> Bitch hasn't even seen one fucking episode. Okay, now hold on. I think this is very smart on their on their on their. Account. It's genius. They're gonna make it's... fuck ton of money. I'm not buying it for my nephews. Oh no! Well, listen. You don't have to. Your your sister might hear about it and go, Peppa Pig for my little boy. Yeah, have... she also hates Peppa. Oh, does she? Never mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll buy. I'll buy Peppa Pig. Okay. I'll send it to. You. I'll send it to your sister's house. Oh my god. The betrayal. It's like... <laughs> You'd be like, I'm coming home for Christmas, what's up? And then you just, like, smash the door open with, like, your bag slung over your shoulder and your nephews jam all over their mouths for some reason because they're young. And they just, like, put their heads towards the door and they're just like, no! Auntie Ashley, you can't see this! And you're just like, 
Peppa Pig in this house, and Jennifer's been like tied up in the corner, screaming like, "No, boys, look away, look away!" I really love the uh, the, the intonation on Peppa Pig. <laughs> yeah, well, in sorry, my I, house. I learned this from a one conjun house. You must always, you must always provide a p, especially if it's a pep. A pep pep. Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> a pup, a pup, a Peppa Pig. Um, <laughs> next, next on the docket of things that I wanted to bring up this week was uh, Netflix has just announced that they're looking into two uh, games. I don't know if you know what Netflix is. <laughs> um, it's a new hot topic. But, uh, Netflix has been sort of like dabbling with games recently. They came out with the Black Mirror episode Bandersnatch, which is essentially like a a choose-your-own-adventure uh, video. They also came out with uh, You versus Wild, and that was like pretty much the same idea. But now they're really like coming out with the idea of wanting to move to video games. They even went on record and said they think that Epic Games Fortnite is one of their biggest competitors in the entertainment industry. <laughs> so I just I love how Netflix, you know, the OG streaming service, the big one at least. They're yeah. like all these other things coming out, HBO, whatever. Disney Plus, and they're like, our biggest competition is Fortnite. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. There was a speech that I think Reggie fils of, of Nintendo, when he used to work there, he, um, he gave a speech about how when you work in the video games or media in general, you your biggest competition is literally every other piece of anything that ever exists. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's other things that are taking up so much time, you're not doing the thing that they're providing yeah so it does make sense but it's hilarious it's like they're not really hard pressed for competition like hulu and amazon video like um so that's that and then the next two pieces i have let's start with let's start with a sad one so we can end on the uplifting one um okay in a study done by people who have basic uh observation skills <laughs> in okay. a uh <laughs> A surprising um, revelation of something that literally everybody knows. Um, 59% of women who play video games online mask their genders to avoid harassment. So, oh, uh, shit. Yup. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> like, that's Why what I'm saying. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Um, yeah, so the study done by Reach3 uh, pretty much just came out and told everybody that, yeah, women are scared to play in male-dominated spaces for fear of harassment images, messages, verbal abuse, etc. that they are unwanting of. Actually, I'd seen a clip of this uh, uh, Twitch streamer. I don't remember her name, but she literally said hi in the lobby of a Call of Duty thing and immediately within, she timed it because she knows. She's like, I'm going to see how fast it'll be. And it was, I think, under two seconds before someone told her to go back to the kitchen. Wow. But there was just, like, multiple clips of her doing, like, things like this and just saying, like, hi in the games and playing. And, like, the amount of harass that she got of being like, oh, man, you're making me so hard right now. Like, and just telling her to go home, make a sandwich, like, get off the fucking line. Be like, oh, no, you're actually a dude just trying to pretend to be a woman. And just, like... Oh. It's so it's so fucking wild. Like I was just if you can't stand up for women's rights, fuck you. No, one of the points they made in the uh, in the survey and like the the study that they did was that 
women obviously play men like men oriented games or whatever fucking like there the space is meant for everyone but it's more yeah. heavily geared towards men and boys mask presenting and it was like this was this was the exact uh statistic they pulled was that 88% of women in reach 3 survey say that pl they play competitive games including MOBAs first person shooters fighting games and more and it's like hey guess what shithead if you're playing online chances are you're talking to somebody who might not be mask or might not be male and if that's the case just don't be a fucking nightmare just be yeah, better right. shit just don't be an asshole it's easy just no new information um yeah women constantly being oppressed in male dominated spaces and the last one i've got is the media indie exchange is putting Black developers at the forefront with its Black Voices in Gaming Freshman Class, an initiative to highlight developers with games coming out through 2022. Hell yeah! So, uh, let's get excited! And some of the some of the hit games that are coming out in this year's class include Treachery in Beatdown City, Fuck yeah! Kind Folks, Newer, and Protodroid Delta, which, that one sounds like a Metroid, and I'm really excited for that. Dope as balls. Back to, back to the previous article. The idea is that you have to sort of chisel out a space for you to uh, be included, especially if there isn't one. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, fight. Because uh, this is beautiful, and I'm so excited to see what comes of this class. Yeah, it's... As an out trans woman who is gay and was, keyword, was a part of the fighting game community. Guess why a lot of women don't show themselves at fighting game events? Yeah. Because that's mm -hmm. like fucking suicide. And it's depressing. I, I, I love playing like Smash and Rivals of Ether, everyone knows is like my favorite mm -hmm. video game. But it's so disheartening to watch a, a fighting game match and you make the idiot mistake of scrolling down to the comments and you think that it would be full of the usual comments of mm. people commending each player's skill or but but no here it's just someone like found out that like one of the players is is trans and then just all of the slurs come out and it's like yeah. like we know okay we know we're not welcome in most, if not all, of these settings. Can Jesus we, like, fucking Christ. Can we just move past this and play a video game? Like, holy... Yeah. Especially, like, yeah, indie games like fucking uh, Rivals of Ether. Like, the idea is that this is created by somebody who loves fighting games, somebody who loves the spirit of competition, and you're gonna fucking shove yourself into this area and then immediately shit down everybody's throat who's enjoying it? Like, fuck yeah. off. You are not welcome. If, if anybody else here, you are the one who is not welcome. Absolutely it's wild. Like, if if you're if you are of a majority group of people, and you ever think to yourself, why are the or why are LGBT folk, literally any marginalized group of people, always creating their little inclusive safe spaces? It's because they fucking need it, and because. Every other space in the world is not safe for them. 
So we have to make our own safe spaces. And we're not privileged. Like some people are. Because they're just the majority in whichever group they find themselves in. What a fucking luxury. <sighs> I've just... I've just been a victim of so much bullshit. So, yeah. forgive my outburst. It's it's just like, people don't know all the privilege they have. They really don't know. And then, and then they come in and call people special snowflakes and stuff. Just for wanting to exist without oh, yeah. being called something dehumanizing. Like, just let people live. Yeah, like, you can just step back and it just avoid it altogether. If you don't like something, you don't have to, like, attack someone for it. You can just do nothing. that That's an option. <laughs> what a concept. That all kind on. of ties into uh, my topics. Yeah, so my piece of news is that uh, we have a Guilty Gear actress stepping down to support black voice actresses. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy voice actress Erin Fitzgerald, who voices... Uh, Ramlethal. Ramlethal. Yeah, Ramlethal. Okay. So, she has been playing this character since 2014's Guilty Gear Third Sign. Um, has decided to step down, so Laura Stahl can now uh, be the voice of this character. It's hardly ever a thing where people step down from a, a job that they have, a character that they've been with for a few years, and like taking a step back and be like, actually, no, I shouldn't be here. Someone else should be here. And that's definitely a thing that needs to happen more. Oh, well, happen more in the fact that these spaces should be for, you know, black characters and BIPOC characters. Like, they should be playing what's represented on screen. But also, it shouldn't happen anymore because they should be casted in the first place. Yeah, right? <laughs> so there's also that one, but things have already happened in the past. So let's rectify those. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. The other piece of news I have is Logitech G is teaming up with Adaptive Action Able Gamers and Mount Sinai Rehab to create an adaptive esports tournament, which is the first of its kind. So there has never been um, a place for people with disabilities in esports because there's like strict rules to how a tournament is set up and run. So they're starting their own. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, these people have gotten together and they are making uh, a full tournament for uh, Rocket League in a 2v2 uh, tournament elimination style coming this fall, 2021. So you still have time to sign up if you want to and be a part of this tournament. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I love to see it. Yeah, a whole, whole tournament for people who use various different gear tech. Yeah. Yeah, adaptive controllers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty freaking cool. Oh, hey, the person who made this article is deaf. Oh, shit. <gasps> cool. Yeah, deaf editor at Can I Play That? British and enjoys games with good subtitles and will complain about bad subtitles. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Aaron Fitzgerald, for stepping up when companies fail. <laughs> Are, do you? Would you like to take a lovely listener question which may or may not be horribly awful there's only one way to find out bring us the check <laughs> Tracy. this question comes in from rayhan thanks rayhan you are in a gladiatorial fighting ring 
but can only bring unconventional weapons, what do you bring to fight your way to the top? I would say, like, immediately when I think unconventional weapons, a good old a good old steel folding chair does the trick. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, um a close second is uh just a just a brick. Just one brick. Just one so, brick. Because because you can use that to like in reinforce your your melee strikes, but in a pinch you can use it as a ranged attack. Um, so folding chair, brick, that's good. How unconventional! Because my immediate just, thought just was a handheld immersion blender. Just fucking. <laughs> wow, that's good. <laughs> Holy shit. Also, when we were talking about lanyards and how they whip around and hit you, also made me think of a Razor scooter. Just fucking I swing that. that shit around. <laughs> oh my god, Ashley just coming for your ankles. Around. Holy shit! That's Ashley, so the hidden berserker class. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you said you wanted to be the healer class when we asked that fucking question. That's <laughs> oh, my secret power—a fucking immersion blender. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. How about a stale baguette? <laughs> Thoughts. I That's mean, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> that could do some um, damage. That could do some that, damage. Yeah, that's some solid damage. And that's some serious damage. Um, <laughs> Gonna need some flex tape for that one. <laughs> oh my god, unironically, flex tape would make a great weapon. <laughs> yeah, you can flex tape your opponent's oh, arteries back. closed. No, no, okay, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, okay? You get a flex tape, it's a roll, right? You yes. take a piece of flex tape off the roll, and you wrap it around once through the inner circle. Now you've got a fucking nunchuck, fucking chain mace <laughs> that you can just beat around with, okay? A flail, if you will. And then, you know what? When you're really feeling spicy, you get a chance to yourself, you wrap your fucking fists, and then it's a one-two punch, okay? And if you really <laughs> want to, you can hold the flex tape and then use that just like you would use your brick to the, beat the shit out of each other, and to get hit, you just you just you just flex tape that shit closed. You're good. <laughs> you just flex tape your open wound. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Listen, all I'm saying is, what can't flex tape do? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to gladiatorial combat with flex tape and a steel baguette. That's my that's my arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can we have like like a hunter hunter kind of like tournament arc oh where um it's just all like television commercial personalities? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. I'm that. very into that. Pretty great. It's like Shag and Scoob, but for commercial boys. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on, because there are some commercial boys that like oh, I don't know yeah. if I want bits from Slap Chop. Especially yeah, we don't want we don't talk about Vince from Slap Chop. We don't. So I, cool. I'm pretty sure a lot of the other made ones have uh, done some shifty things. However, Bugs Bunny never done a sin in his life. <laughs> Trans icon Bugs fucking Bunny. Friends, dear listeners, if you would like to send in a question, then you can do so at hotpotcastmail at gmail.com. At that. Has been an episode. I'm gonna make spaghetti. <laughs> hey, I had spaghetti wow. for dinner too. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Wow. I'm gonna try some vodka sauce tonight. Oh yeah, vodka sauce is 
dope ski. Did you get one of those pre-made uh, jars, or are you gonna make? I it did. Yes, I did. Oh, there. That's my favorite one. I'll be honest. I got, I got the classico because it's always on sale. But my oh, favorite yes, is usually the the roasted portobello mushroom because I'm, I just love mushrooms. That's fair. Mushrooms are so mm. good. Holy shit. You can't go wrong with a good old tomato and basil. Tomato. It's it's classic, but it's not my favorite. I gotta be honest. Classic. Classic. Mm. I'm hungry. All right, friends. <laughs> that's that's the episode. I'm. I'm done. I'm fucking done. That's fair. Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> Chasey, where can they find you? Where can our listeners you, find you? You can find me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can find me in the fucking grave. <laughs> Good place. <laughs> um, you can find me on on Trucy with three U's on Twitter or trucy.ca for my website. And Maggie, where can they find you? You can find me on all social media as either Mr. Treefingers or Mr. Treefingers Art. Ashley? You can hit me up at Ashlebashles on Twitter. And she will reply. I will. Maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably give it a like. You know, I read it. I, energy to reply is low. It's real low. She'll think about it. Yeah, I'll, it'll be memories. Okay, anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.